Hello, dear. This is Anne Ajadi with Dear Anne. And this is the Walk With Me series. This is where we get to challenge ourselves to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. This is where we remind ourselves that we may just be the only epistles that someone would ever read before they get to meet God. This is where we are accountable to one another. And in the, throughout the whole of October, we've been studying the character Esther as documented in the Bible. Hmm. And today we are in a very interesting part of it, the subject of favor. Before I get into Esther's story, do you know how those days when they used to say, you have favor, pray for the favor of God. We confess favor, we confess all of that. And you confess and confess and confess. Instead of what you imagined that favor would bring, it brought you trouble. And then they'll turn around and tell you that you didn't have faith. That's why you didn't get what you wanted. But nobody at that time, at least for me, told me that favor is colored. Favor is couched in trouble. Favor, the fact that you are distinguished does not excuse you. Actually, it spotlights you in such a way that you would have to go through the school of hard knocks. If you doubt me, look in the Bible and see all the people that were selected, that were set apart, that was, were, they were loved. They incurred the, the, the wrath of the people around them. Let's start with Abel. Abel's sacrifice was preferred to Cain's. At the end of the day, he lost his life. Then we go to Joseph. His father loved him. And even to show that, made him a coat of many colors. What became of him? He was sold into slavery. Yes, everywhere he went, he was preferred. But what was that preference? Oh, then we get to Gideon, mighty man of valor, who was hiding. Then we get to Mary, highly favored. What was her life about? What is my point? My point is that how we see favor is not how God sees favor. Some of the problems that people like me had was we read too many novels and I watched too many films. So when they say somebody is favored, you felt that, oh, now favor means that they got everything that life, that others didn't get out of life. They got the special perks of life and all of that. Nothing can be farther from the truth. It would end up there, but you have to go through the school of hard knocks. Let us return to the story of Esther, our favored girl, God's own lady in waiting, God's own instrument, God's own battle axe, Esther was. Fantastic character, exceptional person. She was God's lady. She was the one on the line for the job. She was the one handpicked by God 
for the job. Favor took her to the palace. I'm reading an excerpt from the book, God's Lady in Waiting, written by Anna Jadi. And of course, read by Anna Jadi. Favor took Esther to the palace of the one who would order her death. Let us just pause right there. Like Moses. Pharaoh ordered the death of all the male children. And guess what? God in his wisdom. God that knows how to turn the wisdom of men to foolishness. Hid Moses in the very house of the person who had ordered his death. Don't you just love God? His ways really are not our ways. And his, there's no searching of his understanding. So in the, when it came to Esther's time, God positioned her in the palace before the king would order her death. Favor ensured she was there as the queen, one who could sway the king from an irreversible decree. God already knew that the king was going to place a decree that would order the death of all the Israelites. So he put one. He made him fall in love with Esther, positioned her in the palace so that when this decree comes, there will be somebody, there will be God's own man in the palace to sway the king. How wonderful. How unsearchable God's, God's wisdom is. Esther's life at the beginning was full of uncertainty. She lost her parents, lived a life with her older cousin as a foreigner in a strange land. We don't know that Mordecai had a wife, so let us imagine who was she to go to for matters that pertain only to women folk. A hard life, but a life and picked for exploit. What is it about election that first has to take the elected through the school of hard knocks? How are we to celebrate bad times, hoping that they are tools in the hand of a mighty God? Actually, hmm. I don't know. The problem is, in the corridors of power, sitting queen deposed, scouting for a new one located Esther in the park. She found herself in the king's harem, competing against at least 400 others. Her chances were slim. The others were native and extremely beautiful. She, though fair to behold, had secrets and was reserved. No heirs. She got chosen, nonetheless, because the eunuchs were discerning. We were only told that she found favor with Hagar, not how the favor came. Maybe the information was not important to the story. All we know is that Esther was distinguished to the point she got preferential treatment. We did not hear of any other maiden getting a special part of the palace and seven tenants in tow. Favor is not that bad. Favor never promised that there would be no issues. He just commits to supplying grace to go through the path of destiny. The journey was bumpy. The circumstances were gloomy, but favor was at work. Joseph, Gideon, Mary, Esther all walked the road less traversed. But when they got to the other side, they all found favor was working and fixing all the wood and fire, setting the stage for God's grand plan. Why did I read all of that? It's to show you, my dear friend, that if you hang tight, you just might discover that God is up to something. 
You see all those problems, all those issues at work, all those issues at home. God is heading somewhere. If he allowed them, you know that God is a businessman. He does not allow what he cannot use. Anything that will not bring him gain and bring him glory, God will not allow it. So how about you look at your problem in another, in another light that God is working out something for your good. God has a plan. Remember in Jeremiah 29, 11, he said that he has a plan for you. The plan is to bring you a future and give you a hope. He said that he loves you with an everlasting love and he, the favor he has bestowed upon you is for life. What's more beautiful than that? And what's not to love about God's life and God's favor and God's hand remaining on you? There's nothing like that, my dear friend. You know, every time I study the Bible or study some character in the Bible, I just remain in awe of God. God is so awesome. I wanted to say God is so wise. I thought, look, God is wisdom. So I can't be describing God as so wise. He is wisdom. He embodies wisdom. And he always knows what to do. Isaiah 55 says his ways are not our ways. As our heavens are high from the earth, that's how his ways are higher than our ways. And his thoughts higher than our thoughts. How beautiful, how wonderful it is to have God as our Father. My dear, as you face another day, just know that God loves you and that He has favored you. Don't mind all those stories, all those problems, all those issues. They are there to show you that you are the preferred, you are God's favorite child. God bless you, my dear. Have a wonderful day.